This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Knowledge at Wharton, and a special edition of our show today as we are coming to you from the Reimagine Education Conference here in Philadelphia. You're going to hear conversations with various people looking at how education is going to be changing in the years to come, and as well because of the impact of digital and things like artificial intelligence. Well, one of the areas of focus in education right now is artificial intelligence. It's not only a focus in education, but it's a focus in a variety of sectors uh, around the globe and in various economies around the globe. Uh, But artificial intelligence in education is a very interesting sector because it is part of the reason why uh, there is uh, believed to be significant change coming in the world of education. Ivan Osterich is uh, with uh, Demosio, which is uh, a company that does AI for learning uh, in France, and uh, he joins us for a few minutes. Nice meeting you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for the invitation. How, how significant of a change are we looking at here with the influence of AI just on the education front? Well, they're going to, man, I mean, there are a lot of things going on already. Uh, we, we, for the last five, six years, we have been talking about personalized and adaptive learning. And part of this technology uh, works with AI. It means we analyze data uh, and we push recommendations that suits better for every every learner. It's like Amazon propose you uh, some chairs when you wo- uh, when you buy in a table. Well, we can do the same also in in learning in in, in education. Mm-hmm. That means that we doing we using AI to first finally have better learning outcomes because we're going to help i mean we help everyone to to achieve what they want at that pace they they level what really wants generally if we talk what is going to be changing more globally is that teachers are going to be able to know exactly where where they the students are uh, know exactly when really they need to intervene on the learning process because even if we talk about AI a lot. Finally, human interaction, social social interaction is part of the learning process too. Mm-hmm. So these AIs will be able to interact with that and say, okay, here you need to intervene because I'm not able. Or I'm always saying, if you don't intervene, this, this person can drop out. Right. Uh, this person can have uh, problems or acquire new, new skills. So this is the things that are changing. And if you take it more in a, in, in a uh, if you take him on a big level, uh, talking about the institutions, talking about finally globally schools, universities, higher education, it's going to be able to better see how learning is going on on all that, and uh, more also to have a, a long life learning uh, coach uh, on on to say okay. We see that jobs are changing very quickly. Sure, yeah. So if you go f- for three, five years of higher education, uh, probably when you're gonna finish, what you uh, in what you are gonna work is gonna be different uh, of what you started, and probably two, three years after is gonna change. So here's where the AI will able to to work with you on on that. So uh, let me ask you a bit about this because we have talked uh, in recent past about how it will change the actual demographic of learning. And, and I ask that because of how do you think that will uh, affect 
the professors, the teachers, how will what they have done traditionally for decades change because of the influence of AI in education? Every time there's a new technology, is always a change. If you think about uh, e-commerce, uh, the, it changes the way we, we buy and create a lot of new jo- jobs. It's going to be the same in, uh, for education. So teachers, they are going to have more information on each student. They are going to be able to not need to correct uh, all the assignments. It's going to be done by the machine, and they're going to have very quickly all the information about the students that today, for example, they need uh, at least one exam or one kind of test. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably they need two months uh, to have more information about each of of them. Well, now probably they're going to start a course two days after. They're going to have enough information to know exactly what is going on with with every every student. How do you think it's also going to impact the students themselves? Because... One of the other issues that we brought up is students need to be better prepared when they are in high school or, you know, the K through 12 segment so that when they get to college, when they get to university, they are better prepared. So uh, is that do you think that's also going to tweak how how that piece of education is, is changed as well? Yes, it's, it's going to help also students to take more uh, more responsibility on what they're learning. We're going to be probably finishing with degrees. I mean, even if something that's going to continue at least for for a while, but it's going to be more easy to say, I want to work on this, or that's what I'm interested in. And then go through a personalized uh, path of courseware with uh, all, all all the courses I need to go through that. And if I change something, I'm as a student, I'm going to be able to decide, okay, I take this and I go on this. And so that's probably... Students going to be more active on what they want to do, uh, what they want to go, and they're going to have more feedback on what is going on with, with their learning process. Time frame is obviously a concern, I think, in this as well, in terms of how quickly uh, students will be able to complete course of learning. Uh, and, and that may speed up because of the fact, as you said, they will be more centralized on what they want to learn rather than potentially what they have to learn as the college puts forth in the quote-unquote curriculum, correct? Yeah, and, and third, obviously, if they know what they want to uh, work after, it's going to be – it's not the school saying what you need to – Is this is not what you need. It's going to be because you need these, these skills for this job. So they're going to be able to choose on that. For example, today – uh, with our technology, students are able to uh, go through uh, a course, and uh, with our technology, they need uh, 37% less resources to achieve the, the same objective. It doesn't mean that they go faster, because right. it, they can be uh, learning at their, their pace, but at least you don't need to go to all the content, all the pedagogical materials to achieve the same objective. And that's something that is already happening today. How, how do you think the, the fact that we have the ability to, to have students connect with material online changes that as well? It, it to a degree, I think, goes to the point you just mentioned about, uh, about being able to not necessarily speed up the process, but you're more focused on what you're actually doing because the content is more readily available than it was you know, 15 or 20 years ago. Yes, and about content, that's something that probably is going to change also, is that if you think when Google arrived, they tried to categorize and, and, and index all the content on the web, and it was not structured. Well, today we have the same with digital uh, education, uh, educational content. It's not structured. There are all kind of uh, content, all kinds of media, videos, uh, PDF, Word, PowerPoints, whatever. And this is something that is going to happen, that it 
with AI, we're going to be able to categorize and indeed index this content. And so all the uh, personalized learning uh, AIs are going to be able to propose this new content. And so it's going to be like a Google uh, or search engine for this that is going to be really able to all this content to make it, to make it adapted to you. Ivan Osterich is with the French company Demosio. Uh, you're listening to Knowledge at Wharton here on Sirius XM 111 Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. What's interesting in kind of this sector right now is that we see so many people, uh, entrepreneurs, want to get into the sector because they believe they have a, an idea to be able to improve it better. But you also have the impact, as you mentioned, of the larger companies like the Googles, like the Amazons, uh, that are also doing a, a lot of great work as well. How do those two pieces, the large company and the entrepreneur, fit together? Because seemingly the option would be Amazon and Google just buy up all of the smaller companies. Um. Even that's probably part of the of the of the game of being an entrepreneur that you're gonna be bought by uh, by a biggest one. Sometimes what we see, I mean, that's before I create my company. Sometimes that you have smaller companies doing better things than yeah. the bigger one, and so there's gonna be a place for that. That's first thing. The second thing, it's important that AI in education are not are not a, a subject of or a matter of only one or two companies right. for a question of as we all learn different and as we are a lot of things if we only have one it's going to be directed by one or two companies and I think that's something that teachers uh, institutions governments are going to take in account and open uh, the, the the spectrum of pos- possible companies that they well they're going to put money to to train you bring up an interesting point by by saying governments how do you think and and this may be the case here in the united states more so than other places but how do you think policy around education will change because of the the effectiveness that ai will probably have in education well it's a question at least i know in france we were working with the government with all these issues they are putting some money on ai on ai in education and trying to organize and what is going to be the best policies for 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 education one of the important things on policies on ai in education is all about privacy and and sure. all all the data we we're generating and all the possible uh, misfunction of mis uh, or errors that can be doing the AI, that then are going to be different that humans can do. Right. Can 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 do. So it's really there where these policies need to regulate what we do with the data and where what are be able not only be able but what are we allowed to do with, and how to control also that the system works. But it's really not even a question of whether or not we want to go down that path towards use of AI in education. We almost ha- we are going to go down that path, and then it's the understanding of being able to manage it better because we all live with smartphones in our yeah. hands. We all live with a, t- a, la- a laptop or a tablet in our hands. It's not like we're going to go backwards on this in any way, shape, or form. In any case, we have to go. Uh, there's, there's no choice. AI in technology is there. The country or the Government policies that don't take in account that we have smartphones, we have tablets, we have AIs, we have all kind of technology is going to be uh, teaching to students, kids, uh, something that is not uh, in in currents with the reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I hear lately, okay, no phones in the classroom, no smartphones in the classroom. I'm sorry. A kid of 10 years old or, 20, of, or 14 years old, smartphones exist in every, uh, uh, every day, yeah. all the time. If the school, if the policies doesn't take into account that we have to deal with this, with these, these ones, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna fail. What are you most hopeful, hopeful for, for the future? Maybe it's ten years down the road, twenty years down the road, uh, when we see even greater uh, relationship between education and AI. Where, where are we going to see potentially the greatest benefit? I think in human interaction. Human interaction. Yeah. It's going to bring us, uh, the AI will allow to teachers, to students, to, to all this learning environment to exchange more in real life or, or even online mm-hmm. with really the things we need on, on the learning space. And don't just talk about, uh, digit, uh, not, don't spend time like correcting uh, as, assignments or tests, things like that. So if we take out the human aspect of the learning mm-hmm. it we're going to be in a machine world so i think the ai is going to bring more human interaction on the right moment for the for the best that, that's that's interesting because a lot of people have said that one of the things that that smartphones do have taken a little bit of the interaction away because we're so used now to just texting somebody instead of making that phone call like we did 20 years ago so you're saying you actually believe it will actually go the other way if we don't do it, we're going to become be machines. Right. I think that's, that's probably uh, something that we need to work on. Uh, we, we talk about social network, people, as you were saying, less connected. Yeah. If at one point, if we are not connected, we are, we are social being. We are, the human is a social being. So we need to, all the technology needs to put that on, on the center. Right. If not, it's going to fail, and we're going to probably fail as, as a society. Great meeting you. Thank you very much, Ivan. Thank you to you. Ivan Osterwich. The company is Domocio, uh, based in France. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.